Welcome to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with your host, accountant and author Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA. Carol takes confusing topics such as money and business and puts them into clear English. She's ready to share her knowledge with you on today's show. Well, hello, everybody. This is Carol Top. Welcome back to another episode of the Homeschool CPA Podcast, also better known as the Dollars and Cents Show here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. And uh, I've got another question from a homeschool group leader, part of this new series I'm going to be doing occasionally uh, called Q&A with Homeschool CPA, where I read to you, share with you questions that homeschool leaders have emailed to me in my reply. And in doing that, I hope that it answers some of the questions that you have too about running your homeschool group. So today's question is from a leader named Holly, and she wants to ask me a question about how her homeschool organization is paying its teachers. Okay, so here's what Holly writes. I'm writing for guidance on the method with which our organization's volunteers are paid teacher fees. One of our campus locations, sounds like they have multiple, is collecting cash from all the members for their children's class fees. Then redistributing this cash to the teachers for their class payment. Okay. Got that? <laughs> then Holly writes, uh, apparently this is being done to simplify the process so members don't have to write checks. I'm concerned this is an illegal practice. Thank you for your guidance. All right, so you understand from those couple of sentences what Holly's organization is doing. It sounds like they have the, she's calling them members, but they're the homeschool families. The, the organization is collecting money from each of those families in cash, not checks, and then redistributing that cash to each of the volunteers that teach. Oh boy. So here's what I said to Holly. If your volunteers are paid, they're no longer volunteers. <laughs> they're being paid for their services teaching a class. That's indeed what she's calling it, teacher fees. Therefore, they're not volunteers. Volunteers don't get paid for their services. They give their services without payment because they love the mission of your homeschool program. These teachers, if they're teaching a class and receiving payment either from the homeschool group or from each of the parents, are either employees of the homeschool group or they might be independent contractors hired by the homeschool group or they might be independent business owners paid by each individual family. But they're definitely not volunteers. So that's what I explained. If these teachers are paid for their services, they're probably employees. Unless you have an independent contractor agreement with each of them. And that's an appropriate agreement, meaning Holly's organization doesn't control their work. They're not providing the key activity of the business and many other uh, criteria. But those are the two important ones. So... I'm assuming that these teachers are paid for their services and it's not a a payment for their supplies. It didn't sound like it from the way Holly wrote her question to me. I think if she'd been talking about teachers being paid for the supplies they use, that's completely different. Lots of homeschool groups, as you folks probably know, are volunteer-based and 
they're, they're the quote pure co-ops volunteer-based co-ops where everyone volunteers their time they might get reimbursed for classroom supplies that they had but then typically they that the, the volunteer turns in a receipt to the treasurer and gets reimbursed for supplies that's not payment for services Holly sounds like the the homeschool group is collecting all this money and they're doing it in cash and then paying each of those teachers that's an employee relationship right I mean that's what private schools do if you think about it, that's what colleges and universities do right they collect payments from every family and then they redistribute the money to pay their expenses mostly teacher salaries so I'm telling Holly yes you should be concerned. Is it illegal? Well, it's certain. It's certainly t- illegal if they are not reporting. If the homeschool group is not reporting that income to the workers as well as to the IRS with either a W two if they are employees or a ten ninety nine miscellaneous if they're independent contractors. By the way, that 1099 miscellaneous is getting redesigned in twenty twenty. It will now be called a ten ninety nine N. EC for non-employee compensation. So what might be illegal about what's going on here is not really necessarily the practice of collecting money and redistributing it. Like I said, that's what private schools, colleges, universities do, right? No, what might be illegal is if the homeschool program is not giving those teachers the proper tax forms. W-2 if they're employees, 1099 miscellaneous if they're independent contractors. So what I told Holly was, hey, I really recommend she look at and read my book called Paying Workers in a Homeschool Organization. I said that will probably be be very helpful to her. Uh, And I also said if she wanted, I could do a, a telephone consultation with her to try to figure out if these teachers are employees or independent contractors. And I do what's called a worker classification determination. I ask you lots of questions about what do they do, how are they paid, what's the arrangement, all that. Anyway, I can offer that service to you as well if you like, if you really don't know if you're paying your teachers correctly or if they should be employees or independent contractors. The other possibility, but I don't think this is what's happening in Holly's situation, but some groups run like this where instead of the program collecting all the money and then redistributing it, the program says to the families, dear families, just pay each teacher individually. And so if a family has five children and they are there at co-op for three hours and every five, every child has a different teacher for their hours, they're writing 15 checks right now how that to each of those individual teachers how those teachers want to accept those checks like once a once a semester once a month that's up to the teacher and in that situation the teachers are independent business owners independent tutors teachers if you will just using the homeschool program as their base to run their business their business being the education of children in this situation these people These teachers are getting paid by each family. Therefore, their relationship, their agreement is with each family. They are not independent contractors of the homeschool program. And the reason why they're not independent contractors is because, well, there's no contract. (laughs) You see, to have a contract, you have to have uh, five 
things to have a legally binding contract. You have to have offer. You have to have acceptance of the terms of the agreement. You have to have capacity, meaning each person has the ability to make an agreement. You know, they're not incapacitated in some way. It has to be legal. And there has to be something called consideration in legal terms. Consideration is usually payment of money or something of value. So when you have a a situation where each family is paying that teacher directly, the homeschool group is not involved with the payment of the money. They're not in the relationship of, of the money transfer. Therefore, they have no consideration. Therefore, they have no legal contract with each of those teachers. Follow it? Therefore, those teachers are not independent contractors of the homeschool program because homeschool program is not involved in the money. They're not involved. So I typically tell homeschool group leaders, well, carefully consider whether you want this option or not. Because if you, dear homeschool group, are not involved in the relationship between the parent and the teacher, you're not involved in it. Meaning if there's a problem, that teacher has to figure out how to collect their money by themselves. Um, If the parent has a complaint against how the teacher is performing, you co-op person say, sorry, your agreement is with that teacher. If, If you don't like the way they're teaching, don't hire them <laughs> to teach your child. In other words, the homeschool program has to stay out of that relationship. So pros and cons to that, right? Probably most homeschool programs do want to have a little more of a relationship with each of their teachers. They want to know who they're hiring. They want to know what they're teaching. They, you know, So therefore, they collect all the fees from the parents, and then they hire individual teachers as independent contractors or employees. Okay, that was the long answer to Holly's question. But ultimately, do I think what their group is doing is illegal? Not necessarily, but they certainly ought to be giving their teachers 1099 miscellaneouses. Then these teachers have to report the income that they're paid by the homeschool program as income on their tax return. So that was a lot to swallow, wasn't it? Hey, if you have more questions, certainly hop on over to homeschoolcpa.com where I have lots of blog posts about paying teachers, independent contractors, things like that. I've also done several podcasts on this topic since it is a big major topic for homeschool leaders. And also I've written a book, uh, Paying Workers in a Homeschool Organization, and you can find that uh, in both ebook format or print format over at homeschoolcpa.com. I wish you well in figuring out how to pay these wonderful teachers. You know, but for the most part, I'm going to encourage you to try the old-fashioned model, if you will, of really working with volunteers. Holly started out her question by saying, is this method of how we're paying our volunteers legal? Well, they're not volunteers, are they? I'd encourage her to strongly consider going back to the all-volunteer model where everybody volunteers and then you when the only money collected then needs to be for supply fees or things like that Uh, my book on money management in a homeschool organization will explain to you how to properly give reimbursements to your volunteers but there's certainly some advantages to the all-volunteer program and I just want you to strongly consider that so you don't run into these problems with uh, taxes tax reporting employees independent contractor agreements and things like that so if they want to keep things simple not volunteers who are not paid for their services is probably the best way to go 
So I hope this is helpful. Thanks for what you're doing to help homeschool parents successfully educate their children. You are my heroes, homeschool leaders. Take care, and I hope you find this podcast and these other episodes helpful. Thank you for joining the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with Carol Top here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. For more helpful information, visit Carol at her website, homeschoolcpa.com.